Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is Gifted, identifying, developing, and practicing the gifts that God has given us. May we offer our gifts joyfully for the sake of the Church and the world. The love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. A reading from Matthew, chapter 5, verses 38 through 48. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Here ends the reading. Sometimes it feels like Jesus sets the bar too high. So high that only a God who loves unconditionally can reach it. And of course, this is what Jesus does today in asking us to love our enemies. Why is this so difficult? We already know to love your neighbor. But neighbors who are also enemies, that's a little too hard. What I love about this passage is that it is so much more than Jesus just reminding us that sometimes our neighbors can hurt us. It's a roadmap of how to use the gift of God's love and how using that gift is a description and a call to discipleship. No, it's not easy to love your enemies or to quote a seminary professor. It's hard because it's hard, but doing so challenges us to confront violence and break a cycle of hate and retribution, and more importantly, a chance to imitate God as God loves. The first section of this passage is what I think is like a roadmap. Jesus here interprets the law of the Torah. There is no correction to the law, or some idea of legalism versus grace, but rather an application of how to respond to the universal problem of violence a drawing out of the full implications of the law. The examples that were given are admittedly difficult to understand. Why would we turn the other cheek? Has anyone really been asked to give up half their clothes in a courtroom or carry a soldier's equipment for a mile? My guess is no. What makes this important today is that culture and law change, but God's love does not. We face our own challenges in other ways. 
I'm sure that each of us could think of times when we have been faced or burdened with too much or humiliated or any other situation. So what it seems like is that Jesus is giving us examples of how not to escalate violence. How protesting those actions that dehumanize us without further violence helps to stop this chain of increasingly extreme responses. I think this comes from the love that God gives us. Because we can confront violence through knowing our value, having agency and control in the face of something harmful. Getting retribution through a fully equal act of hate only destroys the possibility for relationship. This is a demand for love. On to discipleship. It's interesting that Jesus says, we have heard that we should hate our enemy. Because no matter how much we search, that phrase is found nowhere in Scripture. Hating our enemy is something God has never told us. But it is something we might tell ourselves. It is what happens when we allow hate to work its way into our culture. So who is this enemy? Certainly it could be anyone actively hostile towards us anywhere in the world. Someone or some group that works against us. Maybe it's a family member or someone rudely commenting online. Maybe sometimes it's ourselves, but love leads us to discipleship. Loving these people, that is discipleship. The act of loving others despite their hate is a reflection of God's love because God loves both the righteous and the unrighteous. We are never only on one side. Loving others despite this hate reflects God because it is the same love we are given. We don't approach others with motives to change them. Many people turn away from God and the grace and forgiveness that is given, or have difficulty and apprehension about God because of the way they have been treated. But love makes available the opportunity for relationship. This act of loving our enemy, of giving this gift of love that we have received, points us to the very end of Matthew's Gospel. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Each of us will meet people along the way that do not like us, people that we see as an enemy, people who see each of us as an enemy. And as we approach this difficult task, we do so in community and can see the depth and breadth of God's creation, witnessing a love that encompasses even our enemies. So maybe the bar isn't set so high after all, but just high enough for us to seek to imitate God in God's love, in community, and in all of creation. I'd like to end this meditation with part of a prayer written by Peter Marshall, a pastor and chaplain to the U.S. Senate after World War II, who I think sums this up much better than I ever could. He writes, I know that love for others is a gift of thine. How much I desire it, yet I cannot manufacture it. 
Increase, I pray, thy giving to me, that I may have more love toward other people. So may I go from this place to live my Christianity every day, in the things I shall say to others, that my own witness may be made to the love of Christ Jesus my Lord. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor you with our substance and remembering the account which we must one day give, may be faithful stewards of your bounty. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 